ladies and gentlemen. Available on all platforms and YouTube. He's the Apex Podcaster. He's the wise owl of professional wrestling. He smells better than dude love with Sex Panther on. He's the king of fantasy booking. He is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. He is Omega Luke. And you're listening to the Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast. What is going on, everyone? My name is Omega Luke, the king of fantasy booking. And today, the last time before the Brain Buster Radio Podcast Network opens, I am bringing you a fantasy booking match. And a little bit of a weird one today because the first competitor of the fantasy booking match, Van, actually recorded this episode, well, this uh, match that he had way before Christmas. So originally this was supposed to be a uh, a match for the Fantasy Booking League. Now, during the end, as we come to the end of the Fantasy Booking League, there was a lot of people who knew that they couldn't quite win the league or win their group to qualify for the final. And so we've seen quite a lot of people just sort of give up the last match. And I felt sorry for them because he was not one of these people But he did go through and record a fantasy booking. So I thought to myself, I'm going to hang on this. I'm going to sit on this for a while now. And I'm going to find someone to face Van in a match, in a normal fantasy booking match later on down the line. And three months later, here we are. And I have found who I think is the perfect person to face off against Vern. Now, before I introduce this person as the first time ever been on Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast, let alone Fantasy Booking, I'm going to explain the stipulation. So, originally I told Vern Han is opponent that the stipulation is as follows. You are to create the World War of WWE. So that includes having USA versus the rest of the world or Europe. I gave him just like a a general stipulation of uh, a world war, that type of thing. But it had to be on WWE TV. There wasn't really much more added to the stipulation as it's quite uh, a big stipulation to think of, to to grasp. And obviously you've, you've got to include quite a few people. So it's quite a big one. So other than that, That was as simple as the stipulation was. Obviously, we're keeping under the half hour mark. We're trying to keep under that because I know people tend to switch off when it becomes any longer. But that was just the stipulation itself. Now, Van's opponent, he does have his own channel and he will be my brain buster radio brother on Thursdays. It is the one and only Foul Original. You've probably seen him on Twitter because he is a mainstay on Twitter live, like live tweeting and and, um, actually going live video. He's full of it. He loves it. And Instagram, Periscope, and of course, YouTube, where he surpassed 1,000 subscribers not so long ago. So congratulations to Foul. And I am very grateful for having him coming on and joining the, the fantasy booking ranks is, is an absolute pleasure to finally get him on. I've been on his show a couple of times and thoroughly enjoyed it. He's a great guy from the world of Birmingham. So, 
other things to touch on before we get to that. Um, Fowl actually told me he was really struggling to keep under the 30-minute mark, so he increased the speed of his booking. So if you think he's just talking a bit fast, that is the reason why. But it's still very good to understand and everything like that. And actually, kudos to him, because uh, Royally Rumbled had to cut out quite a lot of their uh, fantasy booking on the last one because it was just way too long. So maybe this is something that they could think about in the future, speeding up their booking a little bit faster, speeding up the recording to fit in with the time frame. Because, uh, yeah, like I said, in case you think he talks too fast, that is not actually the case. Fantasy booking faction. You guys have been loving it. And I've been loving how much you guys have been loving it, if you understand what I mean. So if you do not know and you live under a rock, Fantasy Booking Faction is my YouTube-only show from now on. It used to feature on the podcast before I had the YouTube, but now it is on YouTube only. I set another stipulation to create a faction within. You guys create the faction within the stipulation. I pick the 10 best and create a video for the YouTube for it. And the 10 best are now ranked from 10 to 1 with points. Obviously, if you come first, you get 10 points. And if you come 10th, you get 1 point. And quite frankly, you guys have been smashing it. So episode two is out tomorrow. But if you haven't entered yet, do not fret because this is going to be a long season of 10 full weeks before I crown the first league winner of Fancy Booking Faction Season 1. So there's plenty of time for you to join this Thursday and create your faction. We've had plenty of people from the world of the wrestling community, including podcasters, including wrestlers, and including wrestling promoters like Grayson Reeves. So he is literally fancy booking a faction that he would want to see in his own company. How great is that? So it's great fun. Everyone's enjoying doing it. There's a lot of competitiveness going around now that there is points to be at. And I'm really enjoying seeing the camaraderie and the competitiveness come out in you guys because you are producing better and better factions each time. So make sure you check out tomorrow's episode of Hashtag Fantasy Booking Faction on the YouTube. And of course, stay tuned on Thursday when I post episode number three. On to Brain Buster Radio on this Thursday as well. I should be doing an extra episode, just a smaller one, based on Brain Buster Radio. What is to expect from Brain Buster Radio, including myself and the rest of the guys. I'm going to run through the roster. And just in case any of you who listen to me don't really check out anyone else's, I can just explain a little bit about them what you can expect from them, and really just hype up a little bit more of Brain Buster Radio. We're all a little bit excited. So uh, come Mania week, when I kick things off for Brain Buster Radio, which will be next Monday, I hope all of you guys give the rest of the, the podcasters a chance to win you over and so you can add them to your listening devices every week. And hopefully I should be joined by Wilfred, the brain master behind the brain buster radio. So that should be quite fun. Okay, who shall I put up first, Van or Fowl? I think let's go with this guy. Hello, everybody. My name is Vern Simmons. 
and I am here representing Kayfabe Wrestling News today here on the Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast. Once again, I am here doing, <laughs> gosh golly, uh, doing this uh, silly fantasy booking. I guess some people like it. I mean, uh, uh, when I was younger, me and Leo the Lion, we used to use our imaginations quite a bit and do unrealistic stuff, so it would make sense that some people still like to do unrealistic stuff, like... <laughs> pretend wrestling's fake <laughs> i mean what what silly heads would think wrestling is fake but anyway i <laughs> well gosh uh i i can't believe i won last time i <laughs> well you better believe uh i told mother and mother's gary as soon as i got home once i heard the news and i told leo and told kinzer kinzer wasn't too excited uh Mr. Math, uh, you you did good. Uh, we all have our stumbling blocks, and we all mess up sometimes. Uh, but don't worry, there's always a next time. So today, my prompt was USA versus the world on WWE television. So I'm going to go ahead and get right into it and give you what me and my little noodle came up with. Week 1. Mr. McMahon returns to Raw to shake things up. During his promo, he addresses the sad state of tag team wrestling on current WWE programming. Mr. McMahon announces a new initiative to highlight tag teams on both Raw and SmackDown, but specifically Raw. He also addresses the pitiful Raw ratings as of late and says that next week a new general manager will be announced. Now remember, Baron Corbin has just been stripped of being general manager. Week 2, Mr. McMahon once again returns to Raw. And he's here to make good on his word. And he is here to reveal the new general manager of Monday Night Raw, Kurt Angle. You are not very nice. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, that's uh that's my version of the song. Mother would be mad if I said the the, the S word, uh, especially on a broadcast. So I will not be saying that. But anyway, Kurt Angle, he comes out and everyone's excited cuz everybody loves Kurt Angle. He's an Olympic medalist. He's a hero. Mr. McMahon explains that he had extensive conversation with Kurt about returning as general manager. And Mr. McMahon said, I don't want the entertaining Kurt as general manager of Monday Night Raw, quite frankly. I want the wrestling machine. I want the Kurt that won the Olympics with a broken, stinking neck. And Mr. McMahon is applauded by the audience there in attendance. They're excited. We all in the wrestling world, we love a Kurt Angle who's fun and entertaining. But boy, howdy, when you get a serious Kurt Angle, now that is where business gets cranked up. And so Kurt Angle celebrated. And Mr. McMahon states that starting next week on Monday Night Raw, that Kurt Angle will be the general manager. Week 3. Kurt kicks off Raw, explaining that it's time to breathe new life back into the tag team wrestling division on Monday Night Raw. Angle says that the tag titles will be defended every week starting tonight. 
The first match is Bobby Roode, glorious, <laughs> in Chad Gable versus The Revival. The match goes nearly 60 minutes, both teams fighting with everything they can. The Revival there to prove that they are the best tag team in professional wrestling today. But the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and the Gablest one, Chad Gable, the two of them show that they're tag team champions for a reason. And after the 40-minute mark, Kurt Angle comes out and starts watching the match from the announcer's booth. And for the next almost 20 minutes, Kurt Angle, just like all of us wrestling fans, is glued to the match. Ultimately, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable get the win. Week 4. The WWE is still buzzing after last week's tag team match. My goodness, Kinzer. I, I just can't get it. We saw nearly an hour-long tag team match on Monday Night Raw. I was glued to it. Shut up, Vern. Sorry, Kinzer. But they continue to buzz and talk about it. A teaser is shown advertising the Raw Tag Team Champions, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, defending their tag titles against the Authors of Pain tonight. The segment before the tag match takes place. Backstage. And backstage, Kurt Angle approaches the tag team champions, Roode and Gable, and lets them know... Matches like last week are exactly what he and Mr. McMahon wanted. Angle wishes them good luck and says, I expect much more tonight. He turns directly to Bobby Roode and looks him in the eyes and says, Especially from you. Roode and Gable kind of look at each other and look at Kurt and say, Well, we are the glorious tag team there's ever been. And Raw goes to commercial break. After commercial break, it is time for the Authors of Pain versus Chad Gable and Bobby Roode for the World Tag Team Championship. <laughs> and the tag match takes place with the Authors of Pain controlling most of the match. Finally, Bobby Roode dodges Razars, charging him outside of the ring. Oh, oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. One half of the Authors of Pain, Rezar, has gone tumbling right through the barricade. Bobby Roode moved at the last second. And now Roode, he's got to make it into the ring, and the ref's counting. One, two, three, four, five. Roode, he's crawling in. He's using the steps to get back in. Six, seven. Bobby Roode, he's under the bottom rope. He's in the ring. Eight, nine, ten. And just like that, Rezar is counted out. The Authors of Pain lose the match by countout. And what a goodness gracious. Ladies and gentlemen, it's matches like that that show you Anything can happen in a professional wrestling bout. You can be in control of the entire match, but one slip like that, and you could lose. But once again, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode retain the World Tag Team Championships. Kurt Angle walks down to the ring and appears to be in a bad mood. Angle is clearly yelling at Roode, but there aren't any microphones around to pick it up. Angle slaps Bobby Roode and leaves the ring. 
my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, Kurt Angle doesn't appear to be very happy for some reason. And well, it appears he's ye oh my goodness, Angle was yelling at Bobby Roode, but he just slapped him right across the face, and the general manager's leaving the ring. Uh, I don't know who's more angry, Kurt Angle or now Bobby Roode, but. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, they're confused now. What's going on? Folks, you do not want to miss next week on Monday Night Raw. Week 5. Soon after Raw starts, a teaser is shown that says Kurt Angle addresses the tag team division. Raw goes on until it's time for Kurt's segment. Angle talks about the tag team wrestling and how it's gotten really good. But he continues to be disappointed. Angle insists that they were so close to doing exactly what him and Mr. McMahon envisioned. But there's something that has consistently kept it from being successful. So Kurt Angle, he invites Bobby Roode and Chad Gable to come out to the ring. The tag team champions come down and immediately Angle begins tearing into Bobby Roode verbally saying not very nice things. Angle explains the reason he's upset is because he wants tag team wrestling, not tag team entertainment. Angle tells Bobby Roode he doesn't deserve to be called a wrestler for winning by countout. The crowd can't believe it. I can't believe it either. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, you can hear... The boos in this arena, they're not very happy at what Mr. Angle is saying to Mr. Rude. Angle informs Bobby Rude that he is now stripped of the World Tag Team Championship. Rude comes unglued and starts storming around the ring. Gable's trying to hold him into place, but Gable looking just as furious as Bobby Rude. Gable gets defensive and tells Kurt there's no way he's given up his belt. I never said anything about stripping you, Chad. I said I was stripping Bobby Roode of the tag team title. So don't worry, he's already been replaced. Suddenly, American Alpha's music hits as Jason Jordan comes out. Whoa, that's Kurt Angle's son, Jason Jordan. He's back. He's back from injury. Angle reveals Jason Jordan is taking Bobby Roode's place as champion. Security is brought out to escort Bobby Roode out of the building as Chad Gable confusingly looks at Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle as Raw goes off air. Week 6. Raw goes on as normal until it's time for the tag titles to be defended once again. American Alpha officially reunites to defend their tag team champions. Now, Jason Jordan's a tag team champion automatically. And now they're, it's time for them to defend against the Revival once again. Towards the end of the match, Bobby Roode comes out and causes the match to end via DQ. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. I could easily see this match going 60 minutes, heck, going beyond that. This is the first time we are seeing American Alpha versus The Revival on WWE TV. We've seen it on NXT, and now we're seeing it on Raw. Wait, wait a minute. What's Bobby Roode doing? Bobby Roode's coming out here. Bobby Roode getting in the ring. Oh, 
And that glorious impaler DDT onto Jason Jordan. My goodness. And just like that, the match ends in disqualification. Bobby Roode starts going up the entrance ramp and stands on the stage and just smiles. As Chad Gable's helping Jason Jordan, but looking at Bobby Roode. Ladies and gentlemen, I can only imagine the the eternal conflict that Mr. Gable is dealing with right now. Week 7. Raw kicks off with Kurt Angle demanding Bobby Roode come out. Roode answers, and the two argue about his dismissal as champion. I think the real reason you're jealous, Kurt, is because I can still wrestle and you can't. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you do not say something like that to Mr. Angle. You want to know why? You want to know why I stripped your bottom? I'm sorry. I know I'm doing impressions, but I, I'm not going to say inappropriate words like the A word. You want to know why I stripped your bottom of that belt? It's because you're Canadian. What? That's the most ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm especially our Canadian viewers. I'm, I'm sorry that our, our general manager has said such a hateful thing. The fans look in shock. Some are disgusted, but there's just a general shock that Kurt Angle said the reason he stripped Bobby Roode of the tag team titles because he's Canadian. Angle reveals that he was embarrassed by the lack of American pride and representation on Raw. What a shame the greatest country on earth isn't being showcased properly on Monday nights. Angle reveals he has handpicked American Alpha to be the new Team Angle, but most importantly, the new Team USA. Folks, I'm not exactly sure why Angle is doing this, but he's just announced that He's forming a new team angle, but they're going to be called Team USA. Now, folk, once again, I want to apologize to our listeners at home of uh, foreign descent and uh, living in different cultures outside of the United States of America. There's nothing wrong with that, but we want you to know we do not endorse the feelings of our general manager. Week 8. Kurt Angle pits Bobby Roode versus American Alpha in a handicap match as Bobby Roode's punishment. Angle says any Raw superstars that partners up with Bobby Roode will be suspended indefinitely. Well, as you can imagine, folks, this match isn't going to be very pretty. And the match goes on. Bobby Roode is just being decimated by the efficient tag team work of American Alpha. You can see Chad Gable still conflicted, but he's got to do what he's got to do. Raw goes off air with a humiliated Bobby Roode beaten and defeated in the middle of the ring. Week 9. Bobby Roode comes out after the first hour of Raw and challenges American Alpha to a rematch. Kurt Angle comes out with American Alpha and agrees to the match. 
How dumb do you have to be, Bobby Roode? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're Canadian. Of course you're that dumb. Folks, once again, I, I'm sorry for our general manager's point of view and how narrow that it is. As the bell is about to ring for the match to start, Bobby Roode grabs JoJo and whispers something into her ear. JoJo gets on the microphone and says, Bobby Roode will have a tag team that will be taking his place. Gable and Jordan look at each other confused as Kurt Angle standing out the ringside looking confused as well. We thought this was going to be a handicap. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, it's the bar from SmackDown. Sheamus and Cesaro are here. In the bar, they sprint down to the ring from the stage. And the bell rings and they just go to war and they're fighting. They're fighting hard. The hard shots by Sheamus and those hard uppercuts by Cesaro. The next 20 minutes are pure technical wrestling meets brawling. As we see Cesaro at points out wrestling Gable and out wrestling Jordan. But we also see Sheamus with just brutal strikes and hitting the Irish curse. And at points he's looking for the high cross. And what a brutal, brutal match it is. The match eventually ends in a no contest due to them fighting outside. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pandemonium. This place is coming unglued. We need some help down here. The bar, Seamus and Cesaro and Gable and Jordan, they're fighting, they're fighting. We need someone to break this up, please. Raw goes off air with the two teams battling to a no contest. Week 10. Kurt Angle challenges Bobby Roode to a one-on-one -on -one match at the beginning of Raw. Now, just to make sure everything's fair, the bar will be banned from ringside, and so where American Alpha. You have my word. Oh, it's true. It's darn tootin' true. Angle makes his entrance after commercial break because it's time for that match now. Bobby Roode's music hits, and the fans are singing along, Glorious! I won't give in, I won't give in until I'm victorious. They're singing as loud as they can, but they notice there's no Bobby Roode. Kurt gets on the microphone. I knew you were Canadian, but I guess the French-Canadian part of you is making you wuss out and be a coward. Come on, Roode. I know you want to fight me. Here's your chance. Come and take it. Bobby Roode's music starts over again. The crowd, they're singing along, but there's still no Bobby Roode. Well, they go to commercial break as Angle is pacing around the ring. We're joined from commercial break as the, the production truck has switched the live feed over to cameras in the back in the parking lot where we see the bar and EMTs assisting Bobby Roode who has been Attacked by somebody, he's laying out on the ground. Angle, watching from the ring, looks horrified and gets on the microphone once again. As Raw General Manager, I just want to apologize to each and every one of you. What we've just seen is inexcusable. 
There's a point in time when rivalries become personal, but there are certain boundaries of professionalism that shouldn't be crossed. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for Bobby Roode being a weak Canadian. The fans just boo and boo Kurt. Although we don't have any proof yet, ladies and gentlemen, something tells me that that Team USA has something to do with this. Raw goes to commercial again and goes on with the rest of the night. As Raw's getting ready to go off air, Kurt Angle is shown with his bags walking to his car when suddenly his phone rings. Angle answers the phone and the color from his skin just drops away. Angle looks mortified like he's been caught and he just stands there in silence and Folks, it looks like Angle's on the phone with someone, and whatever it is, he doesn't seem happy. I, I wonder who he's talking to. Angle stands there in silence again until finally saying, Yes, sir, Mr. McMahon. Angle just stares down at his phone as Raw goes off air. Week 11. Mr. McMahon kicks off Raw and addresses the phone call. He says he hasn't been pleased with Team USA's actions as of late, specifically their leader, Kurt Angle. If Team USA believes they're so superior to the rest of the world's athletes, then they should have no problem proving it. Quite frankly, that's why this Sunday at Fastlane, it's going to be... A Team USA, Kurt Angle and the American Alpha versus a team of the world's finest athletes handpicked by Bobby Roode. Oh, and Kurt, it's true. It's true. As Mr. McMahon's getting ready to exit the ring, Kurt Angle's music hits and he comes out with American Alpha. Team USA takes the ring surrounding Mr. McMahon and Angle begins to to tell Mr. McMahon what a joke that is. Mr. McMahon cuts off Kurt Angle and says, By the way, Kurt, if you lose, you're fired. Angle is shocked. He's baffled. He's backing up. Ladies and gentlemen, the match has been made. Ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, it will be Kurt Angle, Chad Gable, Jason Jordan, Team USA versus a team of the world's finest athletes picked out by Bobby Roode. Ladies and gentlemen, you do not want to miss Fastlane this Sunday. Only available on the WWE Network. Now we're here, week 12, Fastlane. Team Angle comes out to the ring as Team USA, Kurt Angle, Chad Gable, and Jason Jordan. They stand in the ring, awaiting their opponents. Bobby Roode's music hits, and he comes out, still showing bruising and bandages on his head and around his ribs of the attack he suffered. Angle gets on a mic before Bobby Roode can talk and says, Oh, Bobby, I'm surprised you made it. You know, after after Jason and Chad beat your bottom in the parking lot, I'm surprised you can even be here. The crowd boos. Angles come clean. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys just figure out we were the ones who jumped Bobby Roode? I'm sorry. Oh, it's true. He's a weak Canadian. It's true. Bobby Roode just kind of laughs, trying to play it off. Well, Kurt, since you're since you're in a good mood, I'm not going to waste your time, Kurt. Let me introduce to you the team that I picked to take on you three. And there's just one little thing. After talking to Mr. McMahon, he didn't really set any guidelines other than they had to be from different parts of the world. And that's unfortunate for you, Kurt, because... He didn't say I could only have three members like Team USA. Kurt and Gable and Jordan all look at each other. They're panicked. That's a bunch of crud. A bunch of potty. That's not right. That's not fair. See, everyone in this country is being taken advantage of by people from other countries coming here and trying to... S-C-R-E-W. Us. Rude simply laughs again and reveals his team. Seamus and Cesaro, the bar. Shinsuke Nakamura. Handsome, handsome Rusev. And Boo Yaka, Boo Yaka. 619 Rey Mysterio. Those five athletes taking on the three of Team USA. It's USA versus the world here at Fastlane, ladies and gentlemen. And I've just been informed that it is, in fact, elimination-style rules. That means when a member of one of the teams is pinned, submitted, disqualified, he is eliminated from the match and the team with the last survivor wins. And the match goes on. It's crazy from the start. Jason Jordan starts off the match against Cesaro, and they're going at it, and Cesaro's just trying to out-wrestle Jordan. But every now and then, Jordan's technique will come in and help him. And then suddenly, Sheamus gets the tag, and now Sheamus, he's just whopping on Jordan, and whopping on Jordan. Oh, but Jordan is able to make the tag to Gable, and now Gable's in the ring, and it really is American Alpha versus the the the, the team filled with superstars from all around the world. Angle refuses to get into the ring. He says it's not time yet. It's not time yet. Ladies and gentlemen, this this has been a great match so far, but you've got to wonder. When will the conditioning of Chad Gable and Jason Jordan fail them? Yes, they're two phenomenal athletes, but the numbers game is clearly picking up and is going to overwhelm them. Finally, they get lucky and they hit their super awesome, cool double-team suplex where Jason Jordan throws him to Chad Gable and Chad Gable hits that back suplex and they pin. And just like that, Cesaro's eliminated. But as soon as Chad Gable gets up, he's hit with a bro kick! Bro kick! One, two, three! Chad Gable's eliminated. Jason Jordan sneaks into the ring 
and starts attacking Seamus from behind. Seamus goes for another bro kick, but Jason Jordan, he goes from behind and hits a roll up. One, two, three. Seamus has been eliminated. Jason Jordan goes to celebrate, but here's Rusev from behind. Rusev, he's a big, big boy. And now, for the next couple of minutes, Rusev is just beating Jason Jordan across the ring, and he locks in the accolade. He's got it in tight. He's got it in tight. Angle comes up from behind and hits Rusev. The ref tries to get Angle out of the ring. And while this is going on, Jason Jordan hits a low blow on Rusev. Hits him with a neck breaker and pins him. One, two, three. Rusev is eliminated. Now it's just Angle and his son Jason Jordan versus Rey Mysterio and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke takes the ring and quickly, quickly starts beating Jason Jordan. He hits him with a Kinshasa. And Jason Jordan falls up against the ground and Shinsuke he makes the pin one two three Jason Jordan is eliminated it's just down to Kurt Kurt gets in the ring Shinsuke makes the tag to Mysterio oh this is a flashback to SummerSlam 2002 folks and Angle and Mysterio they're wrestling they're going at it and Mysterio, he goes for the 619, but Angle, Angle caught the foot, and now he's got the ankle lock locked in tight. Angle is doing everything he can to make Mysterio tap. Mysterio finally, he gets back on his back, and he uses momentum to roll Kurt Angle. Angle goes into the ropes. Mysterio runs, makes the tag to Shinsuke. Mysterio hits the 619, and look, Angle's dazed. He's dazed. He's going to fall. Oh, Keen Shasa! Angle falls down. Shinsuke gets the pin. One, two, three. This team of global athletes have defeated Team USA at Fastlane. The segment ends with Mr. McMahon coming out to the ring, looking at a dazed Kurt Angle on the mat and saying, You're fired. Hi, I'm Bruce Pritchard. This is Conrad Thompson. And you're listening to the Omega Luke Podcast. Hello, Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast listeners. It is I, Foul Original, and I'm very, very honored to be able to do a little bit of fancy booking on this channel. And it seems as if I'm put up against someone from the US, and it's World War. So, stipulation is it's WWE TV USA versus Europe. Um, I'm very excited for it. I'd like to get into it. Setting the scene, we are starting in w, um, WWE WrestleMania 35 weekend. So this starts at TakeOver NXT, TakeOver New York 2019. That's Mania 35 weekend. We start off with Volta versus Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom Championship. This match ends in Volta becoming your winner and new WWE United Kingdom champion after a 
pretty hard-fought match, but unfortunately, Pete Dunne loses. Mauro Ranallo, we've just seen an absolute war between the longest-reigning WWE champion in the modern era. The bruiserweight just wasn't enough for the man from Vienna. Volta is your new NXT UK champion, but we don't have time to soak this in, as we still have much more tonight during Mania Weekend. Up next, a triple threat match between NXT North American champion Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole for the vacant NXT championship. That championship having to be surrendered by Tommaso Ciampa after a neck injury and neck surgery, which is now ongoing. Now, Tommaso Ciampa is ringside and is part of a tournament which has gone off in the past few weeks which has brought us to this triple threat match but next up is Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the vacant NXT championship there will be a winner up next is the main event for the evening and the final of the NXT Championship Tournament. Out first is Velveteen Dream, who is dressed as Uncle Sam on his way to the ring. He has the NXT Championship as the left leg of his tights and the North American Championship on the right leg of his tights. His t-shirt is a parody of the John Cena the Champions Here shirt with two arrows, one pointing down left, one pointing down right, and it says the double champ is here. The crowd are going wild as he spins in the ring wearing his first championship, and we hear them chanting, Velveteen, Velveteen. Next out is Adam Cole, Bay Bay, joined by the Undisputed Era on his walk down to the ring. They too sweet him, and with an unexpected face turn, they go back up the ring to let him do this one-on-one, well, one-on-three. All three men have a match completely free of outside interference as Johnny Payback joins Champa still in the neck brace, walking down the ramp to enter the ring. Champa walks back up the ramp to the back as well. The match, Adam Cole super kicks Dream out of the air when he goes for the Purple Rainmaker on Gargano. There's a shame at man like Purple Rainmaker to Cole, elbow on the outside of the announce table. Gargano puts Cole in the Gargano escape until it's broken up by a super kick from Dream to Gargano. Dream gets the one, two, three, and your winner, the NXT North American champion and new NXT champion, Velveteen Dream. The other men are still down as Dream celebrates on the top turnbuckle and holds both of the titles in each hand. On commentary, we hear about the young Velveteen Dream ascending the mountain top, making history as the first double champion, NXT North American and NXT double champion, and it may have been the best match this Mania weekend. Lights out, and we hear a familiar theme. Volta's theme plays. Volta stands at the top of the entranceway, showing off his newly won NXT UK championship in his ring general outfit. He walks down the ramp as the crowd are going crazy. He enters the ring and stands face to face with Dream. He chops him down and picks up a mic. You see how easily your heroes fall. Tonight I ended the reign of the UK champion. And next I wanted to end the reign of your NXT North American champion. Well now he also holds your NXT championship. That will also belong to me. You know where to find me. I encourage your future retaliation. I guarantee your destruction. This is just the beginning. Vince... Are you watching? Volta stands tall as we close the show. Now we're still at uh, WrestleMania 35 weekend and we fast forward to the WWE Universal title match which is happening. Seth Rollins facing off against Brock Lesnar. Michael Cole introduces the match. The journey to this match has been a long one but finally we have the Beast Incarnate versus the Kingslayer as we await the entrance of the Architect of the Shield. 
the crowd seems slightly confused as we await the entrance of Seth Rollins, but a different theme is played. Volta's theme plays. Cole exclaims, That's Volta, the new United Kingdom champion. Where's Rollins? Looks like he has a mic and I'm being told that he has something to say. Volta promo. Rollins may have slayed kings in his time, but only I can slay the beast. After I killed the reign of Pete Dunn, I told you this was only the beginning. Vince was watching. It takes a ring general to dismantle Brock. Volta is your main event. Be ready to kneel. Now, it seems as if we have Volta versus Brock for the WWE Universal Championship, exclaims Cole. And then we get a Heyman promo. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the current reigning, defending WWE Universal Champion and the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Brock is amused by your confidence and wants to make an example of you. You are an insignificant ant from Europe. After this little visit to the US, you'll go back home with your exclusive contract where you don't have to come to NXT in the United States. Whoops. And this is a spoiler. You're not going to be moving here to defend the championship, so you're not going to defeat Brock Lesnar tonight. Take your 15 minutes in the spotlight and we'll see you on main event soon. Maybe you can become a comedy act on the Edge and Christian show on the network. Vince was watching, but he'll forget you soon enough. Brock Lesnar appreciates the workout. Brock walks down to the ring with Heyman smirking at his side. They enter the ring to a raucous crowd who are in both men's corners. Volta blocks a German suplex and gives Lesnar one of his own. Lesnar goes for a takedown, but Volta manages to escape. Lesnar manages to hit a German suplex, and Volta looks confused as to how he could have been bested. Lesnar goes back over to go for another, but it is blocked and reversed into a German suplex by the man from Vienna. Lesnar looks confused and goes for a chop. The crowd gasps. Volta starts chopping at Lesnar with those lethal shotgun-like chops, lighting Lesnar up. He retreats to a corner as the crowd chant for Volta, Volta, Volta. Volta takes Lesnar to Suplex City and stands tall, looking down at Lesnar's lifeless body. He pins Lesnar with his foot on top as the referee counts to three. Heyman is on the outside, screaming he can't believe it. Your winner and the new WWE Universal Champion, Volta. Volta's theme plays. Cole on commentary. What does this mean? Was Heyman telling us the truth? Will Walter be at Raw tomorrow night? A night full of questions. Where's Rollins? Thank you for joining us for WrestleMania 35, and we hope to see you all for the Raw after WrestleMania tomorrow. The Raw after WrestleMania tomorrow begins now. We open the night with Seth Rollins cutting a promo. I should be standing here tonight as your new WWE Universal Champion, and I made you that promise some time ago. I am the Kingslayer, and last night I would have defeated the Beast. It seems, though, that Vince does what Vince does and puts his choice in the place of the people's choice. I'm not going to bitch, moan, and complain, though. I'm going to do what I've always done and take the fight to the champion. Volta, I know you're back there. I want to challenge you for the WWE Universal Championship tonight. If you're a fighting champion, you'll accept. Or is what Heyman said about you true? Are you more Lesnar than Volta. Not a chance if that's what you got. Out comes Vince to cut a promo. Seth, the architect of the shield. I know that I am interrupting you, but this is my show, dammit. After last night's events, I have come to make an announcement about the future of the WWE Universal Championship and to clear up some rumors. Heyman was correct. Volta will be signed to an exclusive contract, which means he will be remaining in Europe and will have some select defenses here on US soil. One, 
of those defenses will be tonight. But it won't be against you, Seth. You will, however, be part of a tournament to select three opponents for the WWE Universal Championship to be defended in a fatal four-way at WWE NXT UK TakeOver Birmingham on Friday, April 26, 2019. Tonight, WWE Universal Champion Volta will face off against the current North American Champion and NXT Champion Velveteen Dream in a non-title bout. This match was demanded by Dream over social media today. And Vince was watching. The crowd boos. Wow, what a shocking announcement from Vince. The WWE Universe has been turned on its head. Seth Rollins has been sent home. And we have a tournament for the WWE Universal Championship. We'll be right back. Now, I want to give you all of the Raw winners um, because it's the quickest way to get to NXT UK TakeOver because otherwise we can't do this under the half hour. So, um, for the Raw winners this week, we would see Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Roode go up against um, each other and we'd have Shelton Benjamin to win. EC3 face off against Dean Ambrose and Dean Am- sorry, and EC3 would win that match. Next week, you would have Rollins facing off against the Grizzle Young Veterans and Rollins um, winning that match match and then McIntyre Drew McIntyre facing off against Strowman who's joined the union by that point and they are um, Rollins is the winner of that so you'll be going with Rollins into Raw but we have Volta versus Dream again this is a great match and I want to give you the matches that we have so we have Volta versus Dream non-title match on that Raw on the Smackdown after Mania we have Volta in the ring he's now joined by the Grizzle Young Veterans who've had a who have joined the union and he he says as you can see i'm no longer alone you saw the destruction of the american dream last night these men also hold gold and zach gibson comes out getting super duper heat he says he's the uk tag team they are the uk tag team champions they may have had brexit but this union is strong the union will represent the best of europe and soon to be recognized as well volta already is number one of the universe vince was watching now tonight in the tournament we would have Rusev facing off against Andrade Cien Almas um, and going up against Kofi King uh, Kofi Kingston sorry going up against Shinsuke Nakamura Kofi Kingston would pick up the win there and Andrade would pick up the win the Grizzle Young Veterans would have a match against the Usos current Smackdown Tag Team Champions and it's going to be a title match they will cheat to get the win and they will become your new Smackdown Live Tag Team Champions after the match Gibson shouts at the camera no automatic rematches ha 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 see you later and we also have Rey Mysterio facing off against Volta for the United States Championship which Volta would win this would mean that the union at this point would have the Smackdown Live Tag Team titles the United States Championship the WWE United Kingdom Championship the WWE Tag Team Championships and the WWE Universal Championships They've also told from Tom Phillips, the union has from Europe has made a statement and you'll have to tune in tomorrow to NXT UK tomorrow night live because this is during Mania Week to see who will qualify from NXT UK for that tournament. Um, We have Pete Dunne opening NXT UK during WrestleMania Week with this promo. What a weaker. I've been licking my wounds from my battle with Volta and I'm ready to wipe that smirk off his face. The bruiser weight hasn't gone anywhere and I'll be seeing you in my hometown of Birmingham to take the WWE 
WWE Universal Championship off you. You don't represent Europe. WWE NXT UK represents Europe. The fans represent Europe. You are the worst of us, and I'll hand you your worst defeat on April 26th. WWE UK NXT TakeOver Birmingham. See you then. We then have in tournament matches. So for NXT UK, for NXT, we have smaller brackets. So we basically just go straight into semifinals and finals. So we have Dave Mastiff facing off against Travis Banks. Dave Mastiff wins this match. Zach Gibson comes out and says that they are now the best tag team in the world and they beat those Prats, the Usos. And you remember when they beat those Plonkers, Mustache Mountain. We then have our second tournament match of the evening which is Pete Dunne facing off against Eddie Dennis he squashes Eddie Dennis and we get the one two three after the bitter end he gets on the mic and calls out Volta one down Volta I'm coming for you the reign of the bruiserweight will begin again see you April 26th we have Volta on the Titantron backstage and you can see him and it's just him silently mockingly clapping as the show ends we then go to NXT still in Mania Week we have Mauro Ronaldo telling us thank you for joining this special live episode of NXT after the fallout of Wrestlemania we are joined at ringside by Tommaso Ciampa and Ricochet who have formed a strange alliance the past few days to help thwart Walter and the Union we open tonight with a tournament match between Carlo Riley and Johnny Gargano for the WWE Universal Championship Fatal 5-Way. Champa is ringside on commentary, joined by Ricochet as they talk about how they now have a common enemy. They let us know this European invasion will be stopped and that each of their friends in the ring could do it. Undisputed Era still tried to interfere with the distraction, but Gargano manages to lock O'Reilly in the Gargano escape and gets the win by a submission. Champa jumps up from his seat and starts to clap wildly. Now, we then have Regal backstage talking to the Grizzle Young veterans. And we find out on commentary through more Ronaldo that we have a huge main event announced on social media by William Regal for next week. The current NXT UK and SmackDown Live champions, the Grizzle Young veterans, will be going up against the NXT tag team champions, the War Raiders. And will it be one step closer to calling themselves the greatest tag team in the world? Or will they be stopped by the Barbarians, the War Raiders? We then have Matt Riddle facing off against Keith Lee in a tournament match. Matt Riddle qualifies after the match the grizzle young vets come down and start to beat down both men as they are showered with booze they stand tall holding their current tag team belts and gibson grabs a mic raiders look like we brought the roar to you vince was watching NXT after mania ends now over the next few weeks we would have a roar with um and the Grizzle Young veterans coming out and getting involved in matches they would be also we would have extra members added so Drew McIntyre would be added to the union. Finn Balor would be added to the union, the current IC champion, and he would retain that. And I'm going to take you now to the SmackDown we have. So for SmackDown, um, the person that would be going for SmackDown to represent them would end up becoming AJ Styles after facing off against Mysterio, Orton and Truth. Um, it seems as if the bar would then join on one of the episodes and the bar again Cesaro from Switzerland and Sheamus from Ireland technically so you've got yourselves quite a big union there of people on each show representing um, now we have the Usos after they lose their match um, we we find out 
that they want to pull this promo. So this promo happens on the SmackDown before, directly before. We don't complain, we just maintain. When we lost the tag team titles last week, we thought we would be facing your British asses this week. Okay, okay, it's like that. You Now you have to re-earn that chance or maybe you suck up to Vince. Vince, you watching? We want the Grizzly Young Veterans at WWE NXT UK TakeOver Birmingham. We don't care if you got gold then. This is for more than just gold. This is for respect. And we're going to beat that into you April 26th. Till then, you watch your backs as we know where you are. But you don't know where we may show up. Raw, NXT, NXT UK will be seeing you. Welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Now... This would mean that the Usos could face them anywhere and they will chase after them all over. Now, Dave Mastiff has a promo when he is facing up against Pete Dunne for the end of this tournament as well. He talks about how he's going to take down Pete Dunne. All of the weeks, there's lots in here which I'm going to have to gloss over um, because I want to keep under the half an hour. But we then get to the end of this whole journey which would culminate at NXT TakeOver UK Birmingham so over the weeks we will have matches set up and the match card that we have for this NXT UK TakeOver Birmingham would be Adam Cole um, Johnny Gargano and Velveteen Dream representing the WWE US against The Bar and Drew McIntyre that's Cesaro Sheamus and Drew McIntyre representing The Union and then Finn Balor representing The Union current Intercontinental Championship champion facing off against Ricochet also The Usos representing the WWE USA facing off against the Grizzle Young Veterans the current WWE United Kingdom Kingdom, NXT and SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions after winning those titles from the War Raiders and then the Fatal Five way for the WWE Universal Championship. Now this is NXT UK TakeOver Birmingham. Nigel McGuinness, we are live on the WWE Network for NXT UK TakeOver Birmingham here on Friday the 26th of April 2019. We've got a US versus Europe theme to proceedings tonight with matches between the WWE and the Union. Our first match tonight... Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Velveteen Dream versus The Bar, and McIntyre, The Union. This match would be based around the theme of revenge and patriotism. Also, subtle fractures between the alliance on the side of Cole, Gargano, and Dream. Lots of miscommunication from the US side causing bickering. The Bar and McIntyre pick up the win as they are a much more cohesive team. Due to infighting, The Bar hit the Swiss kick and pinned Dream for the 1-2-3. Nigel McGuinness after the win of the bar and McIntyre. Looks like they couldn't work as a team. Looks like it really broke down when Adam Cole super kicked Gargano and put him into the Gargano escape. You may not like them, but the bar and Drew McIntyre win this grudge match to open the show. The Union starting 1-0 tonight. Next up, another grudge match between a man who feels he has been forgotten and one will never forget. Finn Balor versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. Balor comes out as Finn Balor and not the Demon and is a current Intercontinental Champion facing off against Ricochet. This is a match as and this as a match is an absolute clinic and delivers in every way we hope it would. There are some great high spots and heel Balor is superb in the role. He's keeping Ricochet grounded, he's dodging him and then teasing high spots but not going through with them. Just pure wrestling brilliance. The finish would see Finn Balor hit a coup de grace on Ricochet through an announce table to retain the IC title. Balor wins, the union win. Nigel McGuinness on 
commentary what an absolute masterclass in wrestling there's a certain someone i know who will be getting at least five stars ready for that match next week wow finn balor doesn't care about the fans but he does care about holding on to that intercontinental championship looks like the union just got itself 2-0 tonight there's still a chance that all's to change there's no love lost between the two teams in our next match the usos and the grizzle young veterans the Usos versus the Grizzly Young Veterans for the WWE United Kingdom, NXT, and SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Now, this match is going to be slightly different, as I think the chemistry between these two teams could be magnificent. It would be an old-fashioned tag team match with fewer high spots and more of a ground-based grapple style. We would get the Usos trying to go high, but being caught by Drake or Gibson. The match would end with, finally, the Usos managing to get a double super kick on Gibson, pinning him to get the 1-2-3, and the Usos win! They are your new WWE United Kingdom, NXT, and SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Nigel McGuinness laughing. <laughs> well, I don't think the union expected that tonight. Don't call in an upset as the Usos are one of the most decorated and established tag teams in the WWE. They said they would do it, and they have. They will be taking the WWE United Kingdom, NXT, and SmackDown Live Championships back to the Uso Penitentiary. Is this a sign of things to come for the main event of the evening? After one of the most dominant runs in WWE history, Volta finally defends his WWE Universal Championship against four other superstars from Raw, SmackDown Live, NXT, and NXT UK. Will Volta lose, or does he already have a plan up his sleeve? And we are straight into the Fatal Five-Way, which is Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles, and Volta for the WWE Universal Championship. The match starts with everyone ganging up on Volta, as all have major beef against the Union. Volta manages to keep them at bay, but is then knocked out of the ring. Nigel McGuinness. Remember, Volta doesn't have to pin or submit in this match to lose the WWE Universal Championship. Riddle gets the upper hand now with some sick kicks to Pete Dunne, who is trying to withstand the onslaught. AJ Styles flies in with a phenomenal forearm to break from a submission attempt by Dunne to Riddle. Rollins is fighting on the outside with Volta. Pete Dunne rushes to the outside to find Volta again, as Riddle and Styles face off. We get the AJ, bro, AJ, bro, chant off. The match is fast-paced, so as Volta re-enters the ring, we have seen Rollins with a dive to the outside on all four other participants. The finish sees Volta being put into the bitter end, STO by Dunn as everyone else is out. The match is no DQs, and we see Tyler Bate run down to the ring. He seems to cheer on Dunn, but instead picks him up and gives him the Tyler Driver 97. Looks down at Volta and walks away. Volta with a one, two, Three, Volta retains the WWE Universal Championship, UK, US, NXT, and NXT North American Championship. Volta wins. The Union win. Nigel McGuinness on commentary. His best friend. They've known each other for so many years. They started in this business together. I still can't believe that Tyler Bate betrayed Pete Dunne. The end of that match showed Tyler Bate joining the Union. Volta is still your WWE United Kingdom, United States, NXT, NXT, North American, and Universal Champion. Thank you for joining us from Birmingham. What a night and what does this mean for next week on Rawa? That that is it. That is my world war on WWE TV USA versus Europe. Um, it was very very fun. It was very very hard work to cut it all down to this. Um, I've so much respect for all the other fancy bookers out there after doing this. Thanks a lot to Omega Luke for inviting me on to do this. Sorry it took so long. Um, whoever is up against me better have some luck on their side. Ha ha ha! This has been a foul original. Thanks for watching. See you ne- here next time and bye zies. Hey everyone, the queen of NE here, and you're listening to the Omega Luke podcast right here on Brain Buster Radio, where you can also catch me on Queen's Court.
every Wednesday. There we have it, guys. Those were the two fantasy bookings for World War on WWE TV. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's run through what I thought of both of these. Let's start with Van. So first of all, for Van, really shown his funny and quirky, naive ways during this booking, not using the swear words. You know, I thought it was very good from Van. Very, very good performance. Kurt Angle is always better as a heel, in my opinion, so he gets extra brownie points for that. I really like a good old-fashioned heel Kurt Angle. Thought it worked really well in Van's bookings um, with American Alpha. And I also like the promo work to build the story. It was a good way of setting up the feud. And, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it, um, the way he did that. was They actually had reasons to be feuding, which I thought was really clever. It was also a very good story in general. I like the idea of American Alpha uh, teaming up with Angle. Very patriotic team. So I think it was clever. Very well done from Van, obviously, of America himself. So it probably wasn't that hard to, to be patriotic um, for this. But overall as well, it was a good build-up to a climax. And let, left the, of the firing of Cat Angle, a bit of a surprise and a bit of a twist at the end. And they literally left it abruptly on Kurt getting fired by Vince McMahon. So, very good. I like that. Okay, on to Foul now. Obviously, Foul's first time ever fantasy booking. Um, was a very good setup for Foul's story. I loved his um, Nazi impression. Oh, sorry, I meant his, his Volta impression. Um, the Union was a great faction, I must admit. You know I'm a sucker for a faction. Um, that type of faction between... Uh, grizzled young vets, Volta, obviously he added Drew McIntyre in there after. I could see it. I could really see it. I really liked it. Um, I think Volta is almost the perfect person to use as a leader for obviously the rest of the world or Europe, something like that, as you know, he has that aura about him. And of course, he is a general. He is very military almost gimmick when he's walking to the ring with the music and everything and the whole experience of Volta is very like a leadership, a rebellion, that sort of thing. I've really enjoyed that. Um, I quite like the fact as well that Foul integrated NXT, NXT UK and WWE main roster all into one because like this is a fantasy booking after all. There was no stipulation to say you couldn't and if all that happened in real life, People would fucking love it. And I I would encourage everyone um, to, to do that in the future. If the stipulation doesn't say just main roster, to just to let it go, you know, be creative with this stuff. And I think if that happened in real life, it would encourage people to watch NXT UK a lot more. So it would be in WWE's best interest to do so. Um, and he also made the union feel like a big fucking deal, which I really liked. I thought it was really clever how he did it. I felt the union were a bit unbeatable and that is just what you wanted to hear. Um, a lot of vulnerability in the alliance which added a huge plot point as well and made it very interesting with the, the, like the Adam Cole situation whether you couldn't trust Adam Cole. And also a big ups to Foul for making Balor heel. Appreciate that, love that. I've been calling for that for a while now. And that final match with Volta, Dunn, AJ, Riddle... And that, and you know, those are that's a class match. That's a brilliant match. And the turn from Tyler Bate on Pete Dunn, twist and shout. No one's seen that happening. 
So, who do I think is winning this one? The battle of Europe versus USA. Vern versus Fowl. I'm going to have to give it to who I thought was... Because they're both very good. Don't get me wrong. Really enjoyed both of these. I'm going to give it to the person who I thought had the better, interesting story. And for me, that was Fowl. He had... The, the Union, for me, was just really strong. I really enjoyed it. Volta, I could just see as a leader. The twist at the end with Tyler Bates screwing over Pete Dunne just leads on to something new. Whereas Vans, it did end on a very good point. Kurt Angle is now fired and gone. But I always like it when it leaves me wanting more. And I'd be very interested to have seen what Fowl would have done after the math of this with Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, because we know that they can put on incredible matches. So, Foul is my winner. Congratulations, Foul. Unlucky to Vern. A very good effort again. That guy keeps improving. Uh, really proud of my favourite play-by-play commentator. So, Foul, on to the next round. Well, not to the next round. There isn't any rounds. It's just on to the next match. Who will you be facing next? But we have a few other decisions to be made. We've seen on Twitter the other day Josh and Stu posting a very mysterious video. And I'm curious to find out what the hell it means. They are obviously pissed off with Omega Luke. How dare they be so because I didn't mention them in this amalgamation triple threat that I have planned coming up in the future between Nev, Mason and Math. Which, by the way, is not going to come up Uh, In the near future, I did have originally plans to have it for Mania Week um, for the obvious reasons for Brain Buster Radio. But because of how busy a couple of them are, we're going to leave it a little bit longer. Um, So it may not be now. It may be a little bit further in the distance um, that we'll be having that triple threat. But I'm definitely wanting to see that in some sort. So who is going to be royally rumbled's next opponent that is a question and a half i think because at the minute we have a few winners obviously we have iron bar audio foul original we have a few people who are on the cusp we have jpq who put in a great performance we have mike Aaron who never finished what he started but who will be the person that faces royally rumbled next I'm quite curious to find out who you think it should be. Maybe it's someone completely new. Maybe Royley Rumble should choose who should be the next person or people to face for the Omega Luke Fantasy Booking Championship. And of course, Josh and Stu, you have a few decisions to make. You have to decide who you are facing next. You are also going to have to decide who my opponent is because you said to leave it in your hands. And I'm going to do that I'm going to let you do that. I want a fantasy booking match to shoot to show everyone that I am still the fucking king of fantasy booking. Because I've done it in ages. The last time I fantasy booked, I think was Andrade Cianamas. I can't really remember. It's been so long now since I've wrote a fantasy booking. And I need to be back on it. So, Josh and Stu, I await your decision. Please don't make me wait much longer. I know you are listening. But... Other than that, guys, at Omega underscore Luke on Twitter, like I said, for Thursday, you can find the hashtag Fantasy Booking Factory if you want to get involved. 
I am also on Facebook, Omega Luke Wrestling Podcast page, and Instagram, Omega Luke Wrestling. Make sure you're subscribed on the YouTube, Omega Luke Wrestling. You'll find it there. Subscribe, like, comment on all the videos. I enjoy all of your interactions. I'm enjoying all the camaraderie. I like it that people want to interact with me. And check out on Thursday the episode I'm going to do on Brain Buster Radio just to find out just that little bit more. So I'll leave all of that with you guys. And remember, subscribe, keep your friends close, but keep Omega Luke even closer. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.